first time I'm going to take you all around. I might go on a few tangents here or there. But uh, my name is Keith Scher. I'm running for mayor in Northfield, Ohio. First, uh, people really don't want to know at this point, uh, because there was a, a smear uh, campaign going on, I want to clear my name. And, and no, at this point, no one cares what I'm about to do for Northfield at this point, because they care about what one of our council people said about what my intentions and who I am. And I want to tell you who I am. I'm the person who gets invited to the barbecue. I'm not the guy calling the police. Now listen, now th these things are things that is between me and God. It's my religion, how I am. But then when you bring it out in the open, uh, God won't look at it and say, oh, but this is between me and God. I have, uh, I have I've, in the past, I've had a friend. She had breast cancer and she wouldn't, I'm not going to mention her name. And she needed somebody to take care of her lawn because she was going through chemotherapy. She was going through a mastectomy where they take off, you know, take off her, you know. Anyway, I don't want to be too graphic here. When she asked me if I could cut her grass and ask me for a price, I gave her a price and it would be something that she could not have afforded. I cut my friend's grass for a year and a half. Now, it's in my religion, you don't brag about what you do for somebody, but there's people are saying I'm this terrible, insensitive person. I cut her grass for a year and a half, seasons of grass, and she thought she was going to get charged money to do this job. I never asked her for a penny. When she came home from her chemo treatment, and she did not want to talk to me because she was very ill. I didn't try to run up to her, come here and talk to me. I did her lawn and took care of a friend because I care about her. When I do things for if a person cannot afford to have their lawns cut, I'll do it for spaghetti dinner. I'll do it for zucchini bread. I am that kind of person, a homeless child with his mom, I belong to an organization by the name of Waste Not, and Waste Not was where we put homeless people back into homes, found them jobs, furnished their homes. <clears throat> and a young man was at one of our gigs with his mama, and he said he wanted to play the guitar just like us that was at that gig. And after my gig was finished, I handed him over my guitar. I, he says his mom had a little money. She was going to buy him a guitar. And I was worried about him, whether or not she was going to buy him a guitar that could make him able to use that instrument. And I gave him my guitar after the gig. My band friends were saying, well, no, why would you, you why, we could, well, I'll give you 75 for it. I'll give you a hundred for it. I paid $400 for that guitar and I handed it to him so he could take it home and play it. And now, now that I'm telling you these things, it's like, this was my secret. This is something that I did for myself. I did that for myself. I cut my friend's grass for me, not for you, not to put it on a resume. One time, and, and this is when I was not, uh, when I had to get away from the waste knot, um, a, a woman had a a couch that had cat pee on it. It was musty in the basement. And she wanted us to give that nasty couch to some person who was going to put himself back into society. And I, and I, and I, I wasn't kind about it. it. Every neighbor I have ever lived next door to 
if I seen they were struggling cutting their lawns, I cut their lawn for them. I didn't ask them for anything. If they came out with a bologna sandwich or a Coke, I would accept that. I don't believe that a mayor should be a guy that puts a golden shovel in the ground and and have a ceremony before somebody does something. He's not the guy pulling the bull float. He's not the guy laying the block. He's the guy who signs the checks. He's the guy that organized that stuff. Ribbon cutting ceremonies, waving and parades. And, and, and then you have to think, when, when you have your finger pointed at somebody, you always have three fingers pointing back on you. And, and, and as far as my indiscretions, I will admit my indiscretions. I will admit that that my video was a very uh, creepy video. It was creepy. And my mom always said, growing up, she's always said, fun is fun only when everybody is having fun. It's not, if somebody is not having fun, it's not fun anymore. And I realized after Miss, Mr. Hips brought this to my attention that there were some people out there that were not having fun. And I, I attempted to erase that. I erased that video along with others, all of my videos, because they were silly and maybe unbecoming, like Mr. Hips said. But after that, Mr. Hips decided that he would like to re-upload those videos so everybody that I felt wasn't having fun could see my videos and and it, it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't make sense we haven't had any new businesses in in eight years we're not helping businesses by hindering them we're not encouraging businesses we're not we're, we're discouraging them we need to offer incentives to business. I talked to I talked to a owner, and I and, and I have visions. I have experience. I was a manufacturing rep when I was young. I landed some pretty nice jobs when I was a when I was a young person. I dealt with CEOs. I know how to deal with people who are going to make bi financial business decisions. I know how to do it. I've been told nothing, but it can't happen. We can't do that. You have to have traffic count. You have to do this before we do that. And it's like, I don't think there's any problem with beating a door down and talking to people about doing something, not just ignoring it and expecting an owner to go and get all this together. We want for our people. We want a nice anchor store. We want a nice place where people can shop locally. And here's another. Most of the, anything that I put on any of my flyers is true. People don't like truth. They, they'll bring up something that you did to, it's like a cheerleader. A cheerleader will, she'll say that little Johnny burned the woods down two months ago and the fire department had to put it out it, it, when she's in trouble. And, and the grass cutting ordinance, that is, in my opinion, it is ludicrous to tell somebody how tall to cut their grass when, in fact, I brought that grass cutting thing up when I was looking at weeds in front of a barber shop that was well over six foot tall and very shameful to say the least. It, it wasn't six inches tall. And then as we were making the rule for the grass cutting ordinance, I was measuring and they said, well, you're crazy for measuring. I was measuring our grass in our own playgrounds and I have a picture of grass that's nine inches tall in our very own playground. 
And then uh, one of the neighbors that I had at one time was complaining about a person who would not cut their grass. And I always thought it took more effort and my blood pressure went up because, because he harassed me and harassed me. I brought a lawnmower there. I brought a lawnmower there to cut that person's grass. It would have been easy. It would have took me with my commercial machine five minutes to cut that grass. But instead, this person went up to the podium at a council meeting and pounded pounded on the podium and screamed and yelled. And, okay, everybody wants to make him happy because he doesn't like this six, this grass that the lady had that was maybe 12 inches tall. It, 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 he had a, the fact of the matter is uh, the late. I don't know anything about her. I know he told me he took care of pre, the, the 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 person we're talking about took care of premature babies. She took care of babies coming into the world, and 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 she made really good money. She could afford grass cutting. That was his idea. And why does she not? That's not even my my thing. Is if she didn't cut it, why don't you try to be kind and cut that grass? A sign ordinance. I was looking out the window. They mentioned looking out the window. I was looking out the window at three signs that were brand new. Brand new. That one sign was 28,000. The other was 30, I believe. And, and I talked to the one owner across the street. His sign was 10 thousand dollars he had just placed that sign. And now we were rethinking the sign ordinance to put these people, and, and one of the uh, things that our count, a council person said, all you have to do is cut the pole, re-weld it. And I was like, no, it's, that's not what, he, you know, so you could bring it lower. And it's like I wanted to put them in a grandfather clause to where any of the business that existed already would not have to worry about the sign ordinance. Any person that came into the business later, yes, yes, make them go with the new ordinance if they're going to put a business in. And and then yes, with the with the police situation, I don't want to mention any names again. But I have a friend. He had a very bad accident. He fell out off of a roof of a house while he was roughing it and was impaled. He was impaled by a branch. They had to cut the branch and take him to the hospital and surgically remove this branch that was in a very precarious place. He also had dementia because he smashed his head on the ground on that accident and he was he's barely was hanging on to life and he rehabbed he rehabbed and he's coming back but this person I'm talking about is not there all the way and he has puppies and he wanted to contain his puppies and so he's having problems with the neighbors and the neighbors having problems instead of trying to help solve the issues with the two neighbors he puts two screws and now this is what he tells me I'm 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 talking to Mr. Brad Bryan about what happened there. And he put two screws into a fence, and he's told me that he was charged with, and, I, and again, I'm talking to Brad about it. I want to know the real true stuff. Was charged with criminal damaging for putting those, he was arrested and charged with criminal damaging for putting two screws in the fence that, he allowed an easement for the man to put it onto his property line right on. All he was attempting to do was to keep his dogs contained. And he also, don't kid yourself, he took me on the roof of his house and showed me the two neighbors, how messy their backyard was and wanted me to bring it up at a council meeting. And I told him, no, uh, you clean up your backyard first. People got to worry about their own backyards, not someone else's.
And then another woman was at a Halloween party, and she was arrested and very arrested for assaulting a police officer, which later went down to disturbing the peace. And and that's not a, I mean, it was she was facing penitentiary, and and imagine having that hanging over your head. Of someone else I know, I'm not going to mention him. He was getting ready sitting on the curb, going to go fishing. He had his fishing buckets, his fishing rods, and his tackle boxes. His friend was going to pick him up. And our police detained him, handcuffed him. I This is what I was told now. And took him to the person who called the police in the first place where someone had been breaking into cars and found out that he was not the suspect that they were questioning. Were, were. The police brought him home. I was asked by the chief of police if I want to look at the video. No, I, I didn't want to look at a video. I don't. I just want you to let your police officers know they that's something that they shouldn't do. And as far as my mentioning waste, waste in the city, I some of my Residents in my ward was complaining that some of the police officers were driving at excessive speeds. And I was met with, they're at hot pursuit. I can't do anything about it. But I'm not I'm not in the hot pursuit when you could run over a child on a bicycle. And a couple weeks later, someone had not been controlling their police car and smashed it. And we had to buy a brand new one. This, the village had. And then we're planning an addition. This is great. The, our fire department's planning an addition. We're building something that we could put a ladder truck in for future. I, whether MGM's going to get a motel, I don't know. Rumor has it they might, they might not. But here's the thing. We're going to put a big, heavy ladder truck in there. Uh, at a council meeting, I asked our city engineer, who I, I believe he goes around and makes sure people could put a good base when they put, let's say, a private road down. I I don't understand why we would just take it upon ourselves and, oh, yeah, we'll replace the road if we destroy it. That truck, uh, our our engineer had no idea what was in the base of that road. And he just, in order to loop the truck around, they were going to loop it around. And if we destroy, this is what he says, if we destroy their road, then we'll just replace it. But that's not how things go. Why destroy the road? Why not solve it before we get to that point? I haven't looked into any of our mayor's literature. I have not looked into any of our mayor's literature. I don't nitpick what he says. I've just been trying to run a positive campaign. I got to tell you about myself. The very first time I came into the neighborhood, I came from a bad part of town in Cleveland where uh, the police had per were per pursuing a, a suspect through our yard and screaming, stop or I'll shoot, stop or I'll shoot. Garbage cans were clattering around. It was not a very... I went down and asked my mom what what was going on out there, and she said, "Oh, nothing. You had a nightmare. You're just you were just dreaming." But then that night that I came, that day that I came home from school, there was an Isaac Hagen's for sale sign in the front yard. So I, I actually, uh, it was not a nice situation for me as a child. But the the thing about it is 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 when I came to the town, I'm the kind of guy I got in a lot of mischief, a lot of mischief. I made eye contact with one of our police officers in front of my friend Ronnie Bernardo, Kevin Sillison, and David Neese. And I ran. I ran as fast as I could, and the police pursued me. I ran all the way to Houghton Road, and they tackled me on Houghton. They put me in the... They asked me, why was I running? And I says, well, because you were chasing me. And I went up to the police station, 
And uh, they called my mom, and my mom always told them, don't ever tell anybody at the police station, Keith, uh, because if they say Keith, I'm going to say Keith who? And to make a long story short, because I'm looking, I'm running out of time, uh, my mom came up there to the police station with a three-foot Hot Wheels track. She called it her trick track, and in front of the in front of Chief Backus, Betio, and Piro, all officers, um, I um, well, I I was reprimanded by my mom, put to say the least. Anyway, I think I'm running out of time. So what I wanted to do is my uh, my nephew uh, was in in Lakewood, and he worked at McDonald's. And a and a and a person came and was a jealous boyfriend. And he uh, I don't want to mention his name because his father didn't. Uh, his father never gave me permission, and I won't do it. His father had the same name as a as a certain artist, and when I first met him, he asked me if I would be his son's. He was a baby. He was six pounds, and he was little in that bassinet, and I was just about ready to have my baby. My wife was three months away from having my son, Jason, and and that baby was in that bassinet, and he asked me to be his, his uh, godfather, and I, I grew up with him. He was a, a happy person. If you didn't like baseball, I mean, I love baseball, but if you didn't like it and you went to a ball game, he smiled. He he was happy. He was a good person. He was a he liked to joke. He liked satire like I like satire. He liked to fool around, take take a characters. He was a good person, and 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 he was well. Anyway, when I when I met him. I showed him that his name, his rock star name, was the same as this name on this album, and there was a, 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 a tiny, not even an eighth of an inch, a tiny little one-minute song that was played. That 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 he that he said I wanted you to see this song when he was a baby, and he played that song for me, and I didn't even think anything of it. But when when my nephew, and I don't want to mention his name again, was shot by this jealous boyfriend in his aorta and while he was shot a woman pulled off her blouse and tried to hold back the blood so that he wouldn't bleed out while this other person with a 45 was out there threatening to kill himself and they stopped all traffic including the including the the ambulance that was to save him and so he bled out and my nephew died at the age of 26 years old and then three years or five years, I don't know the exact timeline, I went over to my friends who had that same name as that rock star. He, show, he showed me the song again. It was on his iPad phone. And then it dawned on me, and I want to play that song for you. And I might, I want to play this for you. Sitting on the highway in a broken van I'm thinking of you again Guess I better hitchhike to the station With every step I seem to fade Like a mirror looking back at me Saying you're the only one Making me feel I could survive And I'm so glad to be alive No one 
to run and not a guitar to play. Mess up inside and it's been raining all day since you went away. Manhattan Island serenade. And I want to, that artist, I have to say his name, and I'm not taking credit for that at all. It reminds me of my murdered godson, nephew, and that artist's name was Leon Russell, who wrote that song. I did not write that song. I will make that clear. I want what is best for our community. I do not want to victimize anybody, like as my mom said. Fun is only fun when everybody is having fun. It can't be one having fun hurting somebody else. I realize in my heart that those videos, the ones that were mentioned, were not at all appropriate. They were, and I'm not going to say I'm innocent, they were made five years ago. They were online for everybody to see before my mayoral campaign began. And, I, and here I am. I'm not going to defend myself. All I want, I want good stuff for our community. I want to not have to worry about it. I've been face to face with over 450 people. I've, I've, I have ideas about how we can do beautification, how we could put some of the responsibility back on some of our residents who may be interested in that. I have, I tend to think outside of the box. I do not want anybody to tell me we can't do this, we can't do that. We can do things. We can do things better.